Look around you, Sunshine Coast. We're surrounded by natural beauty, by thriving communities, by leading businesses. But there's something more here, a lot more. You know it and I know it. There are so many inspiring, moving and powerful stories going untold across the Sunshine Coast. Amazing stories, important stories, pivotal stories, heartwarming stories. These are stories that need to be told and we need your help to find them. This is The Social Story Project. I'm Ben Amos. Join me as we dive deep into how some of the best in business, marketing, content creation and education wield powerful and effective stories to engage audiences and drive action. Welcome to Engage With Story. Welcome back to Engage With Story. What you just heard was the audio from the launch video for The Social Story Project, something that my team and I were proud to launch middle of last year, 2017. And this episode today is going to get a bit meta. See, today we're going to be telling a story about telling a story. Let me explain. As regular listeners of this show know, behind Engage With Story, behind Engage Video Marketing, is my core video agency, Innovate Media. And for the last eight years, we've been working with businesses locally and around the country to tell their stories through video. Now, it's great work and I love what we do. But last year, in 2017, we launched something a little different. And we called this the Social Story Project. In short, it was a special project in which our aim was to uncover a story worth telling in our local area and then to donate our time and expertise to tell this story in a short film. And as of this week, the first Social Story Project film is released. Yay! And we're excited to share more about the journey that we've taken in this episode. So my guest today is Doug LeCole. Now, Doug works for me here at Innovate Media as digital content producer. And Doug is the camera, the editing and motion graphics powerhouse in the office that makes awesome stuff happen for our clients. So I'm really excited to bring Doug in today rather than sitting on the opposite side of the office, instead the opposite side of the microphone on the podcast. Welcome, Doug. How's it going? Very good. So with Doug joining me in this episode, it's not going to be your standard interview type style show, but rather we're going to have more of a conversation between myself and Doug to let you guys, the listeners of Engage With Story, in on the journey that we've taken as we've pulled together this thing called the Social Story Project. Um, and as we've got to this point now where this week the first film is now off the ground. So we're going to kind of rewind back a bit here, Doug, and um, you know explore a little bit more about this whole Social Story Project thing. But before we do that, because you've never been on the show before, let's um, introduce the listeners to who is Doug LeCole and where did you get into, into film, into filmmaking? Um. Well, I guess it started when I was um, I was in my teens, I guess. I, I had an old handy cam around the house that my parents owned and used to pull that out with my friends and used to make make short little videos, like music videos. I remember you would record and then press pause and then take the next shot and somehow you would make this, this little movie that was terrible back in the day. but So like in-camera in editing? In-camera so yeah. editing, yeah, the old way to do it. Um, and then graduating high school, I was, I was looking for something to do when I, I, I thought I might try some work experience at a production company to see whether 
film was something that I, that I wanted to um, follow. And yeah, I started doing work experience and really enjoyed it. Um, really um, loved being on set and making films and working in that area. So I soon went to university, studied film, and um, my work experience turned into a full-time job. And, yeah, the rest is kind of history. The rest is history and I employed you and it's been the best thing that ever happened to you in your life. This is true. Doug's been with Innovate Media now for probably about a year and a half and um, a critical part to our team. So awesome, Doug. Thanks for that little background story. But we're here today to talk about Social Story Project. And the reason why you're the ideal person to talk to me about this with is that it was actually your idea or kind of your idea. So do you want to tell me a little bit about that, what, I guess what that inception idea was that led to the social story project. I, I guess I can't take all of the credit. I, I initially wanted to do something as a team, um, Ben, Kirsten and me um, to kind of collaborate and work on like a passion project to give something back to the community of the Sunshine Coast. Um and I put the idea out there, which you kind of were thinking of something along the same lines of, of, doing a collaborative process and yeah we um kind of came up with it with an idea of maybe doing a narrative or maybe doing a documentary or wasn't too sure which direction I wanted to go in but most of our projects we work on is kind of there's input but there's more of a solo kind of one person might edit it one person might write it one person might direct it and but I wanted to do something all together and collaborate as a team and yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, typically in the work we do with our, with our corporate video clients, it's usually down to me to work with the clients, to work on the concept and the, I guess to develop the story in some way. And, and then when you get involved, it's usually in the production or the editing. So, you know, I, I guess what I really recognized was that there was something in that of working as a team, you know, with a, a small staff that we have here at Innovate Media on creating something together. And when you mentioned that to me, it kind of, uh, I guess it kind of kicked something off as well that had been bubbling away in my mind for a while around giving back, you know, because I see businesses uh, locally and, you know, obviously all sorts of businesses around the world who do various things for charity or, um, you know, basically give back in some way to their community and and whether it be sponsoring a a football team or something like that. But I didn't really see that kind of giving back as, as you know, the right direction for Innovate Media at the time. So, you know, what got, got me excited about your concept of doing something as a passion project was how we could work in this idea of giving back as well. And, um, you know, I guess what happened is we sat together as a, as a team and, and started to flesh out what we could possibly do. And, and, um, at this stage, the social story project didn't have a name. It just was a, something that we thought we should do and everybody was all for it. Um, so can you talk us through maybe, you know, what, what happened then? Like what were some of the conversations we had and, and you know, where we landed? I guess it all started from um, what story we actually wanted to tell, like and who did we want to tell the story about? Who was the story really for? Um, I think it was sitting down and just throwing out a whole heap of ideas and um, and we we landed upon the Social Story Project. Um, We wanted it to be something about the Sunshine Coast, um, 
something that impacts the Sunshine Coast and, and the wider community. And I, I, I guess that's how we, we kind of came up with that idea. Yeah, I remember it came down to, yeah, that idea of where are we going to find a story anyway? Yeah. Um, because we wanted to, I think we were all in agreement that we wanted to find a, a story that meant something, you know, that, that, you know, audiences would care about. So we're not just kind of donating our time and effort into, you know, just telling something that's obscure or, or quirky or arty or something like that. Yeah, we wanted yeah. something with, with impact, right? Yeah, we, we didn't want to tell a, a story that was a, a, about a business or a company. We wanted to get into the, the kind of behind the scenes. It wasn't, it, wasn't a, it wasn't an advertisement for a business. It was, it was more of a, a storyline of something that's happening on the Sunshine Coast and with the Sunshine Coast community and not just oh, we're just doing a nice, pleasant video about a company that's doing good things or whatever like that. We wanted to shine, we wanted to kind of shine a light on the people behind whatever is happening. Um, and we, we had quite a few um, good stories coming our way. We had the Caloundra Lighthouse and it um, being moved from one location to the other and then going through all these troubles. And we had uh, another one about uh, a school being moved, the Montessori School. Uh, a great story about um, a, an early education program where they go out into into the forest. And, yeah, the, and the wildlings the forest. The wildlings school, forest, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were some very great stories and it was really hard to kind of like narrow it down and, and, and find a story that we were really passionate about telling and had some, had some real legs to it that could be uh, impactful to the community and the, the wider wider audience. Yeah, yeah. So just to re rewind a bit for the listeners as well is that what we ended up doing was to put a public call out on social media and, you know, the video that you heard at the top of the show was was that public call out of saying, we want to hear your stories. We want your help, people of the Sunshine Coast, to help us find a story. And the way that they had to do that was to nominate a story through sending a short video in, right? So um, we put that call out. We had a deadline. Um, we wanted people to nominate their untold stories of the Sunshine Coast. And some of those great stories that Doug talked about came in, which was awesome. But it wasn't all kind of, you know, rainbows and, and unicorns here, was it? Because basically when we first started to spread the word that we wanted to find a story to tell, it, we didn't get a lot of stories in. Uh, in fact, we thought maybe this isn't going to work maybe we're not going to find an interesting story or our voice isn't loud enough to be able to, you know, get people to tell their stories to us. Um, so, I mean, what were we feeling? What, what were you feeling in those early days around, you know, gosh, no one's really submitting stories? Yeah, I guess I was a little disheartened at, at the beginning. You, we would get a lot of people coming up to us and saying, yeah, we've got a really great story. We really want to tell this. You should tell this story. This is awesome. And we were getting that quite a lot. We're like, yeah, okay, we'll submit the story. Like, get on camera, submit it. We, we don't just want it. We don't just want you to tell us. We want to have a platform that you can spread your word about your story and and, and get the community on board for it. Um, so I, I think towards the end, and uh, things started to pick up. We started to get a lot more stories and a lot more interest, a lot more people putting stuff out there because, yeah, I... I I guess the interest was there. It's just 
Uh, maybe people were camera shy, maybe. <laughs> yeah, typically everyone leaves it to the last minute, don't exactly. they? Exactly. Um, and we did. And in in towards the end um, of the time frame for uh, story submissions, we, we got some great stories in. And um, let, let's talk about one of those stories. Um, and one of those stories that ended up being selected that we, we chose to, to be the basis of the first social story project. And that story was um, a story of two sisters, Ash and and Janie um, and Ash and Janie Morris, they're they're on a bit of a social crusade, I guess. Um, mm. You know, and they're currently like at the time of of this story, they were just starting the process of rolling out in a in a, a retail or a, a shopping area of of the Sunshine Coast, uh, a particular street called Ocean Street. They were starting a project where they were trying to implement circular economy principles into these businesses on this busy street. Um, and we'll explain a bit more about circular economy in a moment, but what was really interesting is that these girls were doing this for no money. They were doing this as a, as a passion project themselves, and they were trying to make real lasting impact one street at a time effectively through what they were calling the circular experiment. So the circular experiment story, Ash and Janie, I remember their nomination video for the social story project. It was them, both of them on camera. We could sense their passion and their enthusiasm for what they were doing. Um, we could, we got a sense of who they were. There were their little dogs barking in the background. Um, and I think from there, it kind of stood out as there's something in this story. Um, what were your thoughts when you first heard or, or saw that video of Ash and Janie, like what kind of stood out for you? Jeff? I, I think the same points that you just mentioned, like you could definitely um, see the, the passion that they had for the project and the belief they had. And, and these girls, like you said, were, were working for free. Um, they weren't making any money off it. They were just there to make a difference. Like nothing, nothing like this had happened in Australia before and they really championed this effort and and even even me watching it was like, yeah, I, I want to see this succeed. I, I want to be able to tell this story and find out more about these girls. Yeah, and um, the interesting thing was there wasn't that much that we could get from that 30-second-ish uh, application video, but there was enough there that, you know, I guess got us excited about learning a bit more. Part of the story searching process was um, was Kristen, who was the, the third aspect to this team, um, who worked for Innovate Media at the time, she spent some time researching and speaking to these story applications that came in. And it was in her conversations with Ash and Janie about what they're doing that the story started to come out more. And I remember quite clearly at the time, Kristen saying, there's more to this story that we're not getting. And there was, maybe it's that um, curiosity or that journalistic spark that was in Kristen's questioning there, but um, I think we all felt and agreed that there was something here, some sort of story that had social impact, sure, tick, but it also had some kind of more interesting human elements to it, which I think was what we were looking for, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was more about the journey and, and what kind of brought them together in order to start the, the circular experiment. Um, and there was some really great um, and kind of heartbreaking stories that, that kind of their journey along from when they were young to to where they are now and uh, and the ups and downs that they that they've gone on it's um 
It's really a fascinating story. Yeah, and this started to to really come together for us when we we had Ash and Janie come into our office and have a have a cup of tea with us, basically. Um, and you know, we learned more about their story. They were very giving with their story and sharing with us the journey that they've gone on to get to this point of starting this circular experiment project, and also their goals and aspirations for where that project, where they wanted it to go. And um, you know, both Doug and I were in that conversation, and you know, we we're blown away by the potential interest in in a story like this and um i think it, we were both personally very interested in these uh these sisters story and that's a good sign isn't it that there's something there that's interesting to tell and um i really want to encourage you guys we're going to share soon um where you can see this film right now but i want you to look out for in the way that this uh circular experiment film has come together this social story project film because you'll see what we're about to talk about, about the way that Ash and Janie's story actually came to reveal itself to us through this process. And Doug, let's dive into that a little bit now about as we learnt more about Ash and Janie's story, how did, we, how did we start to see that as being a potential structure for, for the story itself, for the, the film? The story was more than just the circular experiment. It was about the girl's journey. The, it, the two sisters that lived such different lives and went in their own kind of direction, they're, they're kind of opposite kind of people. I mean, seeing them t- today and how close they are and they're, they're pretty much like best friends and inseparable and they couldn't do this together, but the uh, the journey along the way for each individual person and how that is kind of entwined in the actual story of of the the finished documentary um yeah it, it's just kind of crazy the 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 ups and downs that they they went on in the different directions which led them both back to the exact same path yeah and this became then the structure of the film so as we started to, to move into pre-production or planning for the film, we understood that there were these kind of two separate or almost individual side-by-side stories that then came together at that point of inception of the circular experiment project itself. Um, and we saw very quickly, I think, that that needed to be our structure. So that then impacted on the way that we approached production of the story. And when you watch the Social Story Project film, you'll you'll recognise this. What we actually did, well, I'll throw to you again here, Doug, that there were some ways that we actually thought about how we would do the interviews so that when we produced the edit, we brought those shots together, we were able to kind of reflect that overall structure of two side-by-side stories and then coming together. How, what did we do there in the interview? Yeah, I, I think we definitely when it came to pre pre-production we had the idea of we we knew the story and of of Janie and Ash and knew that they were kind of um kind of conflicting stories of where they went and where they ended up so we thought for for Ash we would we would shoot it a certain way we shoot them both the girls would be individual in the in the shot and when we're talking more about when they came together in the social story experiment circular experiment the circular experiment sorry came together um we brought the girls together in in the actual two, shot two and, shot. and kind of yeah did a two shot yeah and I, I think it came down to the edit as well with the choice of music and 
for Ash had a, a specific piece of music and every time Janie was on the screen, there was a specific piece of music. Yeah, so as the story kind of revealed to us, we used that to to define some of these decisions we made in the production process. Um, like Doug's saying there, from from the music to the way that we constructed the shots and also down to, um, you know, I guess the key elements that we wanted to get in the film. So we made a conscious decision to to not have any other voices within the film as well. So Ash and Janie's stories were strong enough, we felt, to hold up and to communicate what we wanted to communicate with the story. So we could have easily brought in other voices as well and interviews with some of the business owners on Ocean Street who were implementing some of these circular the circular experiment things and, and so on. Um, but we made a decision to let, let, let the girls' voices tell the story. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think it's – I'm really, really pleased with the way that the structure of the story, you know, keeps people engaged and motivated to watch and to, can, to get into the story, which is ultimately, I think, what we wanted to achieve. So, of course, if you haven't yet seen the Social Story Project film, it's called Full Circle. Um, if you haven't yet seen Full Circle, then it is available now over on Facebook. Um, so I want you to go and have a look and think about these things as you as you have a look. But just to to kind of round out the show here, Doug did, I just want to say, so much work on sifting through mountains of footage here in order to pull together the story and, and with respect to that structure that we just discussed. And I want to pick Doug's brain a little bit while we've got him on the show about the thought processes or how we went through that idea of going through what was, I don't know, how many minutes or how long, how much was all the rushes that you had? I think we had just interview alone over one and a half hours worth of footage just to shift through. Yeah, so I'm glad it was you, not me. But there was one and a half hours worth of interview footage of, you know, great stuff from Ash and Janie as they were sharing their story. Um, but we went, we needed to get it down into around a 10-minute film. So, you know, what's your thought process? How do you get, how do you approach that? Um, it, to be honest, it was really overwhelming at first. I mean, I, I've edited a lot in my time, but telling a story from two people's perspective and kind of making it so it tells a greater story is is a hard effort to do because um, you want to be engaging and you want to you want to keep as much as you can in there. But some of the stuff you're just going to have to cut out because it doesn't work for the story. So going through all that footage and working out what what the actual story was going to be and how we can we we can get it down to a ten minute film it's 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 a hard process and yeah I, it was a bit stressful at times but um, yeah I, I think having a good direction and good input from the rest of the team it, it, it is very helpful in order to to get it to a place where it is and that it's kind of like whittling isn't it it's like um you start with a big piece of wood so you kind of lay or lay everything out there in front of you and and then you just carve off bits here and there you go okay well that's not as strong as this and this isn't as important to the story as this so you just cut cut and you pull things out and you cut it down and then you start to see this the story emerge in the in the edit which is you know a fascinating process to watch but it's also potentially overwhelming because we could have easily have cut a 20-minute, 30-minute film, I think. Oh, definitely. But, it, you know, our goal here was to release an impactful short film on social media and 20 to 30-minute films, they don't have the sort of impact or cut through that that a 10-minute film does. So as it is, it's a little over 10 minutes anyway, but um, we've, we've 
cut it back as, as much as we can. And I think what we're left with is, is an impactful story that, you know, we're really excited to get out there and, and share with everyone. So that's where we're going to leave you for today. Um, but what I want to do is to really encourage anybody listening to this. If you're intrigued by this story or you're interested in finding out more about what's happened here to head on over right now to facebook.com slash social story project. So that's the main platform for where we're releasing this film out into the big bad world. And it's out now and we'd love you to have a look, watch, comment, please share and let us know what you think as well. The Social Story Project has been a bit of a side hustle for us. It's been um, obviously not a money-making venture, but it's been an, an interesting process. I'm sure Doug would agree. And I'm interested to explore, just to close out the show here, whether or not you think that this is something that we could do again, if we did do it again, what do you think we might do differently or, you know, or have you had enough? <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed the process. Like as stressful as it was sometimes looking at the edit and just being overwhelmed of how much footage just to shift through and how much B-roll we have to shoot in order to, to make this story work. Like we, uh, we went to half a dozen locations in order to get all this footage and talk to the girls on different days and, yeah, it was crazy, but I enjoyed every every minute of it and I would love to do it again. I think from a learning stance, it was great. Um, I, I think I know what not to do for next time. Um, and I, I guess that comes to pre-production and planning and working out what the story is going to be. And I think this turned into something bigger than we thought it was actually going to be at the end. Definitely did. Um, something bigger, but I, I think at the end, something that perhaps we can be more proud of well, yeah so yeah i'm interested but you know what we're just at the beginning of launching uh getting this film out there so you know i want some feedback i want you guys who are listening to go and watch to provide some feedback to us about the social story project and to give us the uh to give us the boost we need to decide whether or not social story project 2018 is something that we're ready to launch into in the near future so once again if you're listening head on over to socialstoryproject.com. Uh, that's the website. You can find it there. But the main place we want you to go is to facebook.com slash socialstoryproject. Like, comment, share the video everywhere. And thanks very much for your support. And that's it for this episode of Engage With Story. So until next week when I'm back at you with another awesome interview, uh, next week's interview is actually all about philanthropy so it actually ties in really nicely to today's uh, today's message i guess philanthropy and storytelling with nicole richards next week on engage with story <laughs> <laughs>